With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What's going on, Spurs fans? We are back again with another SSPN podcast episode. I am Ethan Quintero. Joining me, as always, is Jude McLaren. Jude, we have a very special episode today planned for you guys. Very fun. But first, I want to give a shout out to the Spurs Tube TV and everybody over there. Rob Trejo, all of our guys. Uh, Very exciting news. Uh, We are going to be a part of Spurs Tube TV, which is basically a bunch of Spurs content creators collaborating to make some extra great Spurs content. We'll be doing game recaps and all that jazz. So make sure you go check out their website, SpursTubeTV.com, as well as subscribe to the YouTube channel for more information on that. Jude, do you want to say anything about that as well? I definitely do because I think a lot of you guys who follow us are going to know a lot of the guys Mm -hmm. that we're working with from their Twitter presences um, and stuff like that. So if you love the stuff that Noah Magaro, George, uh, Ty Yeager, I believe is his name, all those type of dudes, um, you know, you want to hear a crazy story. I'll share this. I'll make it quick. Zach, uh, I forget his last name, but Zach, who is also going to be Zach Montana, he's going to be working with us. Back in the day, the first podcast I ever listened to, I swear, he and a friend, when they were in school, they made a Spurs podcast. It was called The Spurs Way. And it actually might have been called like Black and White Basketball, something like that. It was something that it kind of moved, ended up dying off. But I remember listening to that on like SoundCloud in like in high school and thinking it was like the coolest thing. And then I hadn't heard of him until I saw that tweet that he was going to be a part of the show. And I was like, no way. I'm definitely going to have to tell that dude. And we followed I followed him on Twitter, followed me back. So um, I'm excited to work with all these guys. And that was just a funny little tidbit. So, you know, you're going to see a lot of that type of stuff, a lot of great Spurs personalities and just a ton of great Spurs content. If you want to see more of us, you want more Spurs, Spurs Tube TV is the place to be. Not only that, if you like our logo, there's merch now <laughs> with our right. logo on it. So yes, if y'all want merchandise, yes, y'all want to rep SSPN, please do. We would appreciate it. Um, that and and shout out to Rob for setting all of this up. I mean, we literally we're college students. You know, we we're kind of on a you know we have it, we're getting back into school. This is our first week back. Um, and for him to do all of that for us, basically, I mean. Yeah. Thank you so much, sir. We're so appreciative of the opportunity and we're ready to, to be on there in the near future. So definitely go subscribe. Um, you can follow them on Twitter. I got the little at right down here below and it's just SpursTube TV on YouTube. So y'all check that out for sure. That being said, we do have an episode planned today as well. And the episode is a little bit more fun. It's a little more cotton candy because there's not a lot of information to go on. Uh, with the Spurs offseason, you know, waiting. which is why this is recorded. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, but the, the main topic is we're going to pick five guys from Spurs history, any era, doesn't matter what position or anything like that, to have a dinner with and explain why you would have dinner with those five players. And Jude, I'm going to throw it to you. You can go first. All right. So my dinner starting five. Okay. And we'll keep it, we'll keep it honest. We, we thought about it a little bit in depth, but maybe not 
the full length and depth because I was I I was like, all right, let me think of my top five, like right off the middle before this. And I was like, wait, there are some guys that I'm not thinking of. And I was like, okay, but we don't have time to go that in depth to it. So, hey, if y'all have some of those cool tidbits, you know, maybe somebody on the Iceman's team back in the 80s that y'all think is super unique, tell us in the comments, please. We'd love to hear about some crazy spurs uh, that we may not know about. But with that being said, my dinner starting five, we're going to start off Boris Diaw. Look, you know Boris eats right, so you know you're going to get fed well when you're with when you're with Big Bobo, okay? But also, he just seems like just the funnest guy, a joyous person to be around, and he's somebody that, like, the first person that came into my mind, I was like, that's who I'd want to have dinner with. My second person is someone who is in the coffee gang with him, and that's Patty Mills. Uh, you know, obviously, Bala Patty, he's, he's off to Brooklyn. Um, we were just having a conversation about, well, you know, for our hearts, that may suck. For the team, that's probably better. Um, but Patty, just his personality, you know, good vibes only, GBO all the time. Another person I'd love to sit down and break bread with. And another former Coffee Gang member that was a veteran Coffee Gang member, maybe from the very early first Coffee Gang, Matt Bonner. I gotta have Matt Bonner at dinner. Are you kidding me? I don't know. I've seen him on the on the broadcast. He, he just seems like a fun guy. The Red Rocket... You know, there's a re- team dinners are a huge part of the Spurs culture, right? And I think maybe one of the reasons, who knows, maybe not. I know he can shoot a three and he was a stretch four and, you know, but ahead of his time, if you will, you could say. But my thing about Matt is that, you know, maybe one of the reasons he stayed on the roster was because he was a funny guy, mm-hmm. probably was good culturally, maybe was one of the favorite people for Pop to have dinner with. I have no idea, but I feel like he could be on that list. And so I'd love to have the Red Rocket on there, the Red Mamba, whatever you want to call him. Um, and then my fourth guy will be Manu Ginobili. Manu's just, he's somebody that, y'all see the jersey in the back up there. Manu is the first basketball player that I remember. Literally, my first basketball memories are in 2005 in Biloxi, Mississippi, and turning on the TV, walking into the living room, the TV room, uh, with a Spurs game on, and hearing my dad just yell, Ginobili, when he made a three or something like Charles Barkley would. And that's my first basketball memory, so I have to have Manu there. Um, And then my fifth person, You'd think it'd have to be the GOAT Tim Duncan, right? No, I'd love to have Timmy there, but, you know, he's a little bit not that talkative. How about I get the guy that hung out with Kim Jong-un? Let's get Dennis Rodman in this thing. And that would just be... I would love to talk to Dennis Rodman. I feel like that would just be pure entertainment. Um, And also talk about his Spurs days, too. I'd kind of like to hear about that a little bit more. Um, I feel like, you know, I I don't know too much about that. So... Boris Diaw, Patty Mills, Matt Bonner, Manu Ginobili, and Dennis Rodman are my dinner starting five, Ethan. All great choices. We have a couple in common, okay. uh, but then I got three that you didn't say, so that'd be a little okay. bit exciting. Uh, my first one, we both had the same first choice, Boris Diaw. <laughs> uh, if you've watched the show, you know Boris Diaw is my favorite spur of all time because of many reasons. One, I'm not very athletic. Boris Diaw you know, obviously an athlete played in the NBA, but in, in NBA standards, not very athletic. And he was a pass first guy, something that I, whenever I play pickup basketball, try to be a pass first guy, mostly because I can't score very well, Jude. But I do like to pass the basketball. Boris Dio likes to pass the basketball. And like you said, he's a Frenchman. He knows how to eat. He's going to be fun. And he's a wine guy. I don't drink at all, but I feel like if I'm going to drink, I might as well drink with a guy that knows what's good. And that's Boris Dio. Uh, my second pick, we're going to go old school here, George Iceman Gervin. I would love to talk Iceman's ear off, man, because 
to think about and to talk about the Spurs organization from the beginning, you can't talk about it without thinking. And of he's George the first Irvin. star, really. Really, yeah, he was. And that iconic poster of him sitting on that ice throne with the two ice balls, you know. And he's one of those underrated guys that because of because of um, you know he played in the same period as guys like Dr. J and and Kareem. He kind of gets overlooked. Magic then, Bird. Magic Bird. And then we went straight into the Jordan era. But he yep. was a bucket, man. He was a bucket and a guy that was, uh, you know, the centerpiece of the Spurs organization for a very long time. And so I'd love to love to uh, talk his ear off and find out more about that era. I'm going to interrupt you, Ethan, because I think we have an idea. And I'm going to do it mid-video. We should do a top five, like, well, I think we may have already done, we've done the lineup, like, top five Spurs, like, our top Spurs lineups, but Mm -hmm. we should do a top, like, ten or five Spurs of all time, and I'd be very interested to see where we put George Gervin, because when you really look at him, I think that you, this may sound crazy because of the championships, but if we're, take out the championships and you're just going, like, skill for skill, there's an argument that you can make that he's, like, a top three Spur all time. The dude averaged 34 points a exactly. game this season. He was crazy. And I was listening to a Dr. J interview yesterday. He was Dr. J's rookie when, in the ABA days in Virginia. Like, he learned from the best in Dr. J. Very underrated player in NBA history. Iceman Gervin. My third pick, you, already, you picked him as well, Manu Ginobili. You know, Manu epitomizes what it is to be a San Antonio Spur. I think almost more so than Timmy and Tony because, I mean, Tony's a... a he could have played somewhere else in average 25. Yes, that's really... He's the most unselfish player in probably NBA history. Arguably John Havlicek, if you're a Celtics fan, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lean towards Manu a little bit. The guy beat the United States and won a gold medal in 2004. Like, he is extremely underrated, extremely unselfish, and a guy that hopefully we could maybe see working for the Spurs in the future. I know he's enjoying his retirement. Maybe he doesn't want to do it, but I wish he would become on board as maybe an assistant coach because Timmy clearly didn't work out a couple years ago. Uh, Timmy was just out of there. Yeah, he he was just not there, like, at all. Uh, My fourth option, Drew Eubanks. I know he's a new guy. But I love Drew Eubanks, and I listened to the interview that he did with uh, Ty Yeager and the At The Line podcast boys, and he just seems like a really fun guy to be around, a guy that, you know, people always tell me that I don't have a filter when I talk. Keep talking, because we, we got to show the people something. All right, keep, do your thing. <laughs> I'll keep going. People always tell me I don't have a filter when I talk, and I'm having, like, a good conversation with somebody. Look, look, look. Look, June Telford, I know you're out there. I know June you're Telford. out there, June Telford. And this is for you. This is for you. This is for you, okay? Y'all can't see my face right now. I don't know if you can hear me. I don't have my headphones on. But look, this man, Drew Eubanks, signed Spurs Camp memorabilia. This is exclusive. It's here. It's up on my wall right there. And look, I thought I thought about it too, Ethan. For two seconds, I was like, Drew Eubanks, I would like to have dinner with Drew Eubanks just because... Once again, like you said, he just played basketball like we would play basketball exactly. if we were in the NBA. <laughs> yes. But anyways, sign Drew Eubanks, that man. <laughs> it just seems like such a fun guy, like I was saying. On his on the Ty Yeager podcast, he was talking openly. He was funny. <laughs> he was making jokes. He plays video games. I play video games. He just seems like a guy that we would have a lot in common with, and I happen to be his number one fan. So there's that as well. And my last choice I actually debated about this one for a while because I almost went with Matt Bonner, but I decided against it because I figured you would pick Matt Bonner. So I went with okay. my second option, which was Jonathan Simmons. And this is a 
I, yeah, he's an underrated player, at least in Spurs history, because he was he was pretty terrific in that one-year span when he guarded James Harden in the playoffs, and he was really, I thought, a centerpiece going forward. We unfortunately we lost him to the the Magic, and then he got traded to the Sixers and kind of fell off, and now he's playing overseas. But for a while, Jonathan Simmons, you know, was also the epitome of San Antonio Spurs basketball. Someone that didn't get drafted, someone that tried out for the Austin Spurs. He had to pay to be in the G League. You got to pay money, Jude. And then he managed to get his way all the way to the Spurs to play real meaningful minutes, guard Jonathan Simmons, and play and play really terrific offensive basketball as well for a while there. I thought he was going to be something special. Didn't pan out, but his story is enough to keep the conversation going. Very interesting guy, I feel like. Uh, so that's my starting five overall for the dinner lineup. Look, if the Spurs brought back Jonathan Simmons today, um, he's an all-star, so... He's available. <laughs> Anyways, he's, no, no, no. He's okay. available. I, <laughs> I genuinely... Yo, okay. No, 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 no. I can't say that. I was about to say we should have brought him back instead of Forbes. <laughs> but but I don't want to disrespect Bryn like that. Um, but but what I will say, though, I don't. I think if Jonathan Simmons never leaves the Spurs, his career goes way differently. That dude came out of nowhere. He was athletic. I, I had a typo, but y'all saw me put the caption in. Remember that one time Jonathan Simmons was going crazy against the KD Warriors in game one and hitting half-court threes. Like, it was insane and dunking on people. Yeah, he was a phenomenal player. I just remembered somebody, and I want to move him into my dinner starting five. Okay. I don't know who I'm going to kick out, but I I, I need him to be this there. This is your sixth man. This is my sixth man. My sixth man. <laughs> Steven Jackson. I am a huge fan of Steven Jackson. I know he's a polarizing figure. He had a lot of the whole pop thing. Yeah. 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 He had a lot of issues with pop on and off the court. You know, people have a lot of varying opinions about, about Steven Jackson, both as a basketball player and as a human being. I love this guy because he keeps it real. He is a hundred percent honest. He talked about the whole pop. I got to respect that. And he, I, I think that they have, you know, um, worked it out together in their own ways and they've moved past it but he's such a funny dude if you haven't watched the mouse <laughs> at the palace untold documentary on netflix go watch it he is hilarious and he's another guy similar to drew eubanks that i think it would just be a fun dinner to have him there gotcha and hey just so i don't get anything in the comments when i said jonathan simmons was phenomenal i meant there were instances that he played phenomenal not that he was a just the greatest NBA player. That's not what I was trying to say. So <laughs> just wanted to clarify that. But Steven Jackson, I think, would be a very interesting pick. I think he'd be very entertaining. He's a podcast guy, just like mm-hmm. us. Um, and then on top of that, the whole pop situation. And, and he's just funny. And I feel like he would, he would like poke a little bit, but it would be like in a lighthearted, fun way, you know, that would kind of bring a dynamic that wasn't so everybody loves the Spurs, you know, but sometimes that's good. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like that pick. I like that too. Jude, any, any last comments before we finish this video? Not really, man. I mean, we're, we're going to have some other videos coming out. Um, we're in school right now, so, um, we'll, we'll get the lives going at some point, but you know, we're still, it's, it's a little, we're in a little bit limbo right now. We're going to wait and see what kind of moves the Spurs make. Hey, um, and I don't mean to get too off topic cause I know we're about to wrap this up, but just a reminder guys, before we end this video, Chandler Hutchinson is a San Antonio Spur. Let's never forget that. <laughs> still. <laughs> 
So I don't know if they're going to make a move, dude. This is weird, but we're just going to make videos like this until that happens is the main point. So, hey, and if y'all have any suggestions or anything, you know, any ideas you'd like to hear from us, please hit us up in the comments below. Um, Comment the crap out of it um, and we'll we'll take your ideas. This is a family. So. 100% Jude. With that being said, I'm Ethan Quintero. That's Jude McLaren. This has been SSPN and we'll see you guys next time. Go Spurs, go.